This is the Wickham Festival podcast, the second special edition featuring backstage interview highlights from the 2021 Wickham Festival. In this episode, you'll hear from Nick Lowe, Steve Knightley, Toya Wilcox and Spike Edney. But first up, here's Johnny Kelsey from Doll Foundation. Um, how much are you enjoying being back here? Oh, it's been amazing. Oh, my God. Um, getting back into the swing of everything and just seeing everyone. and It's just been delightful. I think it's great. I don't, I don't care about the, the weather or anything. It's just being outdoors and being here in the open. It's just beautiful. It's been a bit of a logistical nightmare having to switch stages around, but you were always going to be on the big top stage. And I think we said yesterday, they've stuck the big top stage about as far away from everybody as possible because you are quite loud. <laughs> yeah, we're probably one of the loudest bands that are here this weekend. But um, yeah, don't bring a deck chair to our gig. Definitely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Because people will be dancing and it's loud and it's passionate and it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a celebration. That's basically what our drums are all about, celebrating. Originally they were war drums, but no, it's all about celebration now. And you've made it into something very different. Yeah, see, we were all born here, and so basically to cross over the music was quite natural for us, you know, so we kind of fused different music. And with my influences, working with different bands, with the Afro-Celts, Trans Global Underground, I bring those influences in with the Door Foundation. So people, they really have a journey. They have a journey on our albums, and they have a journey when they're kind of like, you know, listening to us playing live. It's just, it's nice. I like I like that. And you're very passionate about the cause and promoting it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love I love playing to people who've never heard a doll drum before. You know, and um, I like educating people to as to what it is and what it does. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be honest. The first time, you know, I knew you were coming, and I'd never heard a doll drum before. And awesome. I thought, and I thought, I wondered wondered how it was going to work and then it, you just get blown away by it yeah you do yeah i think people really underestimate the power of these drums so so in general i think um yeah we like to tear people's heads off <laughs> in a nice way <laughs> a nice, yeah. which you've not been able to do for quite some time well we've kind of been in hibernation haven't we so all of us but it's been nice it's like waking up all together and just coming out of a time warp of some sort but we're here now and it's great has it, has it been difficult for you, lockdown? Have you been able to see the rest of the, the band? I had to find a job. Yes, yeah, you found a job. I had to work for a living. I had to work, yeah. So um, I'm a bit of a people person, as you've probably worked out. So um, I kind of, I get on with people, I like people, and we just kind of, well, I found a customer service job. <laughs> and that works, yeah. You, you weren't providing the music while people were on hold. Uh, it's funny you say that. I actually did help write that music. <laughs> right. Well, no, really did. you really did. Yeah, yeah. Me and Simon Emerson, we um, we wrote the music for the spas for Lush, and I Lush customer care. So when I put them on hold, <laughs> there's no incentive to take them off. It's the music that we wrote for the spas. And, and do you get royalties? Do you, do you get more oh, if you keep them on hold longer? No, no. <laughs> No, definitely not. That would be good, though. It would be good. Yeah. Well, it'd be a pleasure being uh, put on hold to the Dole Foundation. Ah, bless. Okay. Yeah, that would be brilliant. Yeah. And thank, thank you very much for your time. All right, no worries. Spike Edney. 
founder of the SAS band. Welcome to Wickham. So how were the gang when you rang them up? And uh, so, I mean, obviously they were on standby for last year, but you know, the fact that it was going ahead, they must have been you know, delighted to be out there and playing again. Well, everybody is delighted to be out, and we had a great time at the rehearsals, you know, sort of catching up. And, uh, and even today, with the rain, I suppose, under normal circumstances, it would be a bit of a downer. But we're, we're rising above it and uh, enjoying the gathering, you know. The gathering of us really so how do you set about choosing both the lineup and the set um, well the set kind of takes care of itself once the lineup is, has been fixed but um, this is not a fixed band by any uh, means and so when uh, uh, an opportunity comes to play I have to find out who's available so I'm kind of ringing around to say who's who's available who wants to do it and once I've got a a handful of uh, suitable applicants then we start looking at the songs that they know or the song maybe the songs that they want to do because I always say they'll have real fun singing songs that give them enjoyment and then the audience will get pick up on no, that so that. so I always ask them to pick I mean obviously we'll do hits but um, I always ask them to pick something that they love to sing. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be Elvis, it could be Beatles, it could be Aretha Franklin or whatever. Um, yeah, choose something that really turns them on, and then they have a great time. They enjoy what they do. So, uh, and with that, then the audience... Do, so oh, they pick up on that. Party. They pick up on that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how was lockdown for you personally? Um, I hate to say it, but I had a fabulous time. So um, um, I was fortunate enough to... Um, find myself in California when the first lockdown hit and uh, I couldn't get back so um, I was trapped <laughs> that's in inverted, com inverted commas and then um, when the second time it got really bad um, we went out uh, to visit friends uh, again in America and the same thing we just stayed there so um, um, I managed to avoid a lot I mean my heart went out to all those people that didn't have uh, open space or anything to get to but um, um, I'm more than fortunate in the fact that I did and I was in places where I I I chose to be alone we chose to be alone me and the missus um, but we weren't we didn't feel that we were locked down if you see what I mean you know yeah. but we didn't engage with people we, we sort of obeyed yeah. the rules and and ordered all the groceries in and all that kind of thing but um, it wasn't uh, it wasn't as bad as many people had to suffer yeah. I don't want to do it again I like the idea of being able to come and go as as we please and as soon as all this travel nonsense gets sorted out and everybody gets vaccinated yeah. and if you haven't got vaccinated yet why not it's your duty to other yeah. people to get vaccinated that's what i say yeah absolutely and obviously delighted to be back out and performing again well we'll see you after tonight <laughs> <laughs> the jury's out on that one <laughs> thank you very much all right you're welcome all right welcome to Wickham for you then Toya. I've never known it be this bad. No. I, th I think I've done Wickham three times and the weather has always been really great. So this is this is a Glastonbury experience is, really yeah. isn't it? Obviously with the SAS band tonight. Yeah. So how much do you enjoy doing something that little bit different as opposed to your own, you know, all of your own stuff? I like everything I do. Uh, and I always say I wouldn't, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't do it. So with the SAS band, I get a chance to work with people that are of such huge pedigree uh, that it's an absolute honour to be on stage with Madeline Bell. Yeah. Sometimes you're on stage with Fish, Graham Goulding. I mean, they're great people. I'm, I'm normally on stage with Justin Hawkins when I do it. 
say yes. And it's just awe-inspiring to be with these people who are so complete as musicians. Because I feel very pulled, because one foot is in movies and the next is in music. So I, I'm always kind of finding my feet again. That said, you know, I've got a new album coming out and I do 200 shows a year. But to be with a band that has such a complete sound and such trust of each other, it's really, really nice. chance to do that? Yeah, or? we rehearsed yesterday. I, how those boys play so much, I don't know, because they're on stage for at least four hours. So, But they were rehearsing solidly for three days, which is incredible. Yeah. And for you personally, how do you go about selecting the songs that you put on, on the stage? Oh, that, that's quite an interesting one, because Spike does that. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's your songs? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Spike likes my voice for certain songs, and okay. I respect that. Absolutely cool. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, what about? And you say you've got a new album coming out as well. So yeah, so I've got um, Posh Pop coming out on the twenty seventh of August. It's me, Robert Fripp, and my long term co writer Simon Darlow. Uh, it's fabulous. My um, third single is out today, called Summer of Love. So, what can people expect from this album? It was written in the last six months of lockdown. So the, the songs are very much about freedom. They're very much about um, escaping, escapism, freedom, and uh, peace and love, basically. Because one of the most extraordinary things about lockdown is the political world carried on. And there we were, some of us in bedsits, some of us single parents with children, some of us with not enough food. It, it's probably one of the most extraordinary events in history. So to go into the studio and write 10 songs for an album when all that is going on. I think this is probably the most complete album I've ever been involved with in that it's about the recognition of all of us and how amazing we've all been. very much affected your writing? It's the compassion that I experience writing. Um, normally I'm an escapist and I, I write about fantasy, I write about sci-fi, but here I, the intense compassion, because at the same time I was creating Toy Sunday Lunch, which has 40 million viewers, and a lot of those messages were, thank you, you've saved our life. That compassion can't but find itself within the music so it's I think it's been one of the most affecting moments of my life as a writer and how was lockdown for you personally? The first three or four weeks were terrifying because we went into lockdown having lost um, Bill Rieflin who was the last drummer in REM who was a co-writer of mine so the first three weeks were intense grief for me and, and just worry about loved ones and worry about the world and worry about a tour I was about to do with Hazel O'Connor and, uh, and just everything you just we were all ducks out of water we didn't know what was going on but then suddenly the silence started to make me rediscover myself um, normally I'm tour managing I'm helping producing movies I'm feeding musicians 
musicians. I'm making sure they get hotels as well as going on stage and sing. And suddenly none of that was happening. And you start thinking about, well, what's happening to all the crews? Yeah. What's happening to the people that build the stages, put the lighting rigs in? You know, we're doing nothing. What are they doing? How are they coping? And at that point, I managed to persuade Robert that we needed to stay connected with this incredible network of people we work with around the world. We don't know all their names, but we're still a network. <laughs> and I felt very, very uh, driven by that, really driven, to bring humour, recognition, to also address the fact that my husband is 75, I'm 63, and we're still relevant to rock and roll and it was quite bizarre performing rock and roll songs from say System of a Down, Chop Suey or from Metallica um, Enter Sandman at our age because the uh, the kind of polarization of age and music really made a point and that point was this music is for everyone age is pointless music is for everyone and that was just so empowering for all of us and the audience as well what about since we've come out of lockdown? Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's just absolutely crazy. It's gig after gig after gig. Because I've got to fit, and every musician has to do this, I've got to fit all of last year's tours, three tours, into this year. And I've already got three tours booked this year. And everything's buffering up now into 2022, 2023. Album coming out, three movies coming out. And I've got a star in the movie in October. It's just condensed, really condensed, but I'm loving it. Well, we're loving having you here, and it's really good to see you. Thank you <laughs> very much. Glad to be here. Nick Lowe, how was Wickham for you? Uh, it was a very pleasant surprise. I, uh, in what way? Well, it's been 18 long months, the longest I've ever been out of work, uh, and... Uh, you, if you don't, you know, it's the expression. Um, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, and uh, doesn't matter how much you rehearse and play every day. You know, like I do. There's no substitute for actually getting on a stage and playing in front of people. And um, so I was quite sort of nervous about it. But there was a very nice audience, very friendly, and um, and actually more of them than I thought there were going to be. As a matter of fact, so uh, that, all that was very pleasant surprise. We do have a very receptive and appreciative crowd here and I think as well, like you were saying about you know, not working for 18 months, I think it's the same for the punters. They've been locked away, they're just desperate to get out and enjoy some live music again. Yeah, it's, it, it really seemed like that. You know, they, it, it's amazing really considering it's very wet, muddy, a lot of distract and, and, and it festivals you know the, the audience need to be engaged all the time and really a chap with an acoustic guitar I mean I know this is a sort of folk festival but a bloke singing essentially pop music which is what I I do you know I thought I would get a, a little bit more of a rough ride than that you know but they were lovely so obviously without the backing band which uh, was a disappointment yeah yeah it is a disappointment but um, I'm used to playing solo shows and, and although it's different I can play different songs which don't really work with the band and there's some that work really great with the band which 
don't work with just an acoustic guitar. So um, I'm 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 quite happy um, doing either. You know, I, I love playing with him, but uh, I hope people weren't too disappointed. I, th I think they loved it. Well, you can see from the reception at the end how much people loved it. They did seem to like it. I'm yeah. pleased about that. So was this your first gig back? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Any any rust? I know you said you were a little bit nervous, but was it? Or did it just come flowing it, straight it, back? Um, it it did really. You know, I, I I made up my mind. You know, to just take your time and uh, just don't don't uh, don't try to um, do anything fancy. You know, and um, it was just a, sometimes when I fluffed a few lines. You know, I can't, can't sometimes can't remember the the words, but. Uh, if you, if you can, if you mumble enough, you know, no one really knows the difference. <laughs> put it down to the sound system. Yeah, exactly. Come on, get it right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and how was lockdown for you? Uh, um, tiresome. But it's amazing how time has been distorted because it's been tiresome and dull and boring and uninspiring in my case. I was talking to Ricky Ross just now. He said, oh, I've written a book, I've done this. And I thought, God almighty, have you really? I found it terribly, really uninspiring. Um, but, and yet it's gone incredibly quickly. It's very, it's very strange how something so tight, you'd think it would drag, and, um, but it seems to have gone really, really quickly. And that's a year and a half out of my life, at this end of my life, which I yeah. would prefer not to have lost. Absolutely. I don't, don't think any of us have got that time to lose and to waste. Amen. So, so what's next? What are you, you going to do now to make up for lost time? Uh, I have a few uh, jobs in the book. I'm going to do an American tour with uh, Lost Straight Jackets because the United States really is where I earn my living in the main nowadays. And uh, so I've got, a, I've got a tour booked with them in, um, I think it's, September and uh, one or two overseas, Italy. I'm doing and uh, and a little run of shows in London and, uh, in October. So here with Steve Knightley from Show of Hands. Welcome back to Wickham, perennial favourite here. Hope so. <laughs> the, uh, the last time we met, it was. Uh, in a, a Netley Victoria Country Park. Gosh, that was a uh, yeah, yeah, that was nice, nice place. It was, it was a slightly surreal setting. It was, wasn't it, with the plane to the load of cars? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. As, as, as my wife said, I've got to give her credit for this. It was more of a quiche pit than a mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> I thought so. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a weird kind of a. So it was a really good. It was a lovely evening. It was novel, wasn't it? It was, it? It was novel, different, yeah. but it wasn't. It's not a shape of things to come. Luckily. Yeah. So how nice is it to be back before a real audience? I'll tell you later, but <laughs> I, I think it's going to be storming. If we can get through the technical things, because there's been a lot of rearranging, a lot of moving around, and a lot of uh, you know behind the scenes with the infrastructure and the weather. If we, that's the only worry at the moment, I think the gig itself will be uh, will be great. So, how has lockdown been for you? Um, the first two thirds, I, I loved it, but but since Christmas, it got really bleak. You know, the second one. I think everybody's heart went out of it really and the online stuff just declined and generally people were, I think, a bit depressed and wanting to get back out. Yeah. I mean, we're sensing that with people out there now, they're just glad, to, despite all the problems we've yeah. had with the weather and yeah. the infrastructure and the, the stage, they're just glad to be out and actually hearing live music again. You can see that in their faces, yeah. yeah. 
So is that something that goes through your mind when you go back on stage? No, well, there's, there's just a different buzz. I mean, it's like an ordinary festival, but you're already one, one nil up, you know? Mm-hmm. People are already, they're already on side just because you're there. And have you done much since the restrictions have eased? Not really. We've done a few gigs. We did some socially distant shows. We did Sidmouth. This is the first biggie. First big one. Yeah. So, so is it going to be different? Is it, 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 how, how do you think you'll feel? Um, I think it's going to just be like a, an excellent night. I mean, you, at the end of the day, you just have to do your job as well as you can and not get too pumped up about it because then the the performing goes but I think it's going to be uh, quite celebratory and the change has meant we can do some collaborations that we wouldn't have normally done you know as regards the line up tonight so, so what's what's different about that then? Well we're going to get people to join us who would have been gigging at the same time okay. Is that staying a surprise for now? Or? Yes Okay, lovely uh, Alright, well we'll look forward to seeing uh, you wheel out Great stuff Thank, Thank you. Much. We hope you've enjoyed these two special editions of the Wickham Festival podcast. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram and on Facebook and make sure to subscribe to the podcast feed for exclusive content throughout this year's event. You can still get tickets for Wickham Festival 2022, which is from the 4th to the 7th of August, and has a lineup including the Saw Doctors playing a UK festival exclusive this summer. Levelers, Waterboys, Martha Wainwright, Gilbert O'Sullivan, Los Pacaminos with Paul Young, The Undertones, and many, many more. <laughs>